Hello and welcome to the Startup CEO podcast where women connect on all levels. Nothing will be off limits in this space. This podcast is for the mumpreneurs, the women who want to create complete alignment between themselves and their business, the fierce females who are ready to ditch their nine to five and make their side hustle a thriving income, the soul sister who has the passion but is looking for the strategy. She is you and we are the CEO. Let's get started. Hello, amazing, beautiful women, and welcome back to another episode of the Startup Studio podcast. Now, I'm just going to start off by saying that this podcast is absolutely not scripted. This is just pure inspiration. I was just jamming out to actually some Jay-Z in the car, random, I know. But sometimes you need to put some gangster music on to get through the morning. Um, It is my daughter's third birthday today. And I've just been reflecting on the last three years. I feel like these kind of little things are, you know, little milestones within our lives are an awesome time to reflect. And I know for me, when I reflect on where I was three years ago at this exact time, I was in labor, but what has happened over those three years, I just feel like our world's apart. And my aim for this podcast is to say, the the common theme that you essentially see coming through is that you really do not need to know all of the steps because if someone had told me three years ago in the situation that I was in, which was, you know, very undesirable in a quite toxic relationship, living hours from, you know, friends and family, no money, (laughs) just like I was at a prenatal depression. It was just not like it was the furthest thing from what I'm living now to three years on running a, you know, six figure business with staff that impacts women around the globe. I have a beautiful stepson and the most loving, sweet partner in the world. My relationships with, you know, my family couldn't be closer. I have an amazing friendship group, amazing mentors and guides to, you know, that I get to work with. Like one, I wouldn't know what half that shit meant to be honest, but two, I would just be like, okay, right. like, this is my life. This is just what it is. You don't know my story. Right. But one thing that I can say over those three years is that there is no way I could have foreseen what I'm living now, just as there's no way I could probably even fathom what will be in another three years time, because we don't know what we don't know. And currently you have a way of thinking just as I do, where it's limiting you or only allowing you to see what you believe is possible. And this is why I do so much work on the mind and on mindset and, you know, releasing conditioning and releasing limiting beliefs is because I have shown myself and I, the reason I continue to show myself and the reason I do it so publicly is so that I really hope that you feel inspired and you see like there's no difference between you and I, I just keep going for it. And then it just keeps working out. But then sometimes it doesn't work out and I change the direction and I go again. And so I really want you to take from that and from seeing that. And I know a lot of people find evidence in that because they've, they've known my story. They've known me from high school. They, followed me back in the day or whatever it was. And they can see how, wow, she was just a normal 
teenager going through her teenager years and then got, you know, caught up and made some wrong choices just as I may have. And I can see that what has gotten her to where she is now in her life is just commitment to growth, commitment to herself. And that is literally my life's purpose is showing women and, and helping them to believe that that's what it takes. It takes a commitment to yourself day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out. And slowly that belief builds. And I want to talk a little bit into belief because it is so important. And I've really grown to trust my intuition, but it absolutely wasn't always this way. And I remember from a really young age that um, I had a very strong intuition. I was like, how do I know stuff so well? Like I'd know what people were going to tell me before they told me. I'd just know about things that would happen in the classroom before they happened. I, I just had it like a strange sense that as you're a child, like when you're a child, you kind of write it off. And as you get older, you're like, oh, that's absolutely not true. And I know for a long time within my eight-year relationship with my ex-partner, um, you know, my intuition the whole time was like, go get out, da, 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 right? I'm sure some of you can relate. We've probably all stayed in relationships longer than we know we should have. And it's scary to trust that because you're like, am I going to be okay? Will anyone love me? What if it don't like how if I make the wrong decision? I'm sure we can make it work. All the rest of that, right? One thing that I did for such a long time was deny my intuition because I didn't trust myself because I always broke my word because I wasn't being proud of who I was. I wasn't making choices that aligned with my values, with my highest values. And so I've grown to know how important this is. And the reason that so many people struggle to trust their intuition is because they don't trust themselves. And the reason that they don't trust themselves, that they would be okay or that they're making the right choice or whatever it is, is because they aren't their word. They aren't who they say that they are. They don't commit to the small, tiny things that make up who they are. Now, these things can be as small as, okay, I'm going to get up at six o'clock. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go for that walk. And every time you hit snooze, every time you choose to sleep instead or to sit around or to sit on your phone. Every time you choose not to honor your own word, you are dishonoring the most important relationship, which is that with yourself. And for a lot of you, I'm sure you can reflect where in your life you're not being your word. Where do you say you're going to do one thing and then you do another? where you say you're going to show up or today's different or this week's different. And then you keep, you know, closing out on yourself. You keep not showing up for yourself and you don't trust yourself. And essentially what you're doing there, because your subconscious is pretty much just always storing data. You can think of it like that. And every time you go to make a choice, like you go to maybe start something new. You go to, you know, start a new endeavor, start a new career, start a business, or you go to get into that relationship or open up fully or whatever it is. Your subconscious pretty much brings up a file and goes, Hey, look at this. Look at all the evidence of all the times you didn't follow through. Look at all the evidence of all the times that you flaked out, that you didn't say what you were going to do. So don't make bigger commitments because you, you won't like, let's just like sit down, like just, you're not going to follow through with this also. Nothing's different. And then you go, yeah, you're absolutely right. And 
a really interesting fact about this. I'm sure you're reflecting now of like, oh, when have I done this? And it doesn't have to be big stuff or maybe it is big stuff. Maybe it's like I'm going to, you know, get up and do a morning routine. I'm going to read. I'm going to listen to podcasts. I'm going to follow through with that and da 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 Every time that you don't, you're giving your subconscious that evidence that you aren't your word, that you're not trustworthy because that woman, that subconscious part of you, she's like, nah, you don't do what you say that you're going to do. I don't trust you. So the way that we learn to listen to our intuition is we learn to build trust within ourselves. And how do we learn to build trust? We set tiny goals and we begin to be our word. But first we understand, well, why do I feel like I have to get up and work out? Why do I feel like I have to read more? Why do I feel like I have to do a morning routine? Because ultimately, if you wanted to do it, you'd be doing it. And I'm sure there's areas in your life where you're so reliable, where you show up a thousand percent day in, day out. It's because you want to do it. So let's dive into why you wouldn't want to do the things that you're setting for yourself. And it comes down to conditioning. We are hardwired conditioned from possibly our family, possibly religions that were, you know, possibly imposed on us or that we've been brought up around, possibly just society or school or our parents or whatever it is, friendship groups on what we believe, quote unquote, believe that we should be doing. And we think that we need to be working out. We think we need to be running a business. We think we need to be being, you know, spending X amount of time with our family or our children or our da 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 da. And that conditioning plays into why you have so much conflict with like, why can't I just show up? Why can't I feel not guilty for spending the day by myself with my, if my kids are in daycare? Why can't I just say no to, you know, a Sunday dinner um, when I go to them every single week? Why do I have to be riddled with guilt? And it's because of the conditioning that we have that if you do X, Y, Z, you'll be a good citizen. If you do X, Y, Z, you'll be a good mom. If you do X, Y, Z, you'll be a good sister, partner, um, whatever it is, employee. And so one thing that I do with all of anybody that I work with in any capacity is not so much give you more information, but uncover and establish what are your values? What do you actually want? If we strip away the conditioned version of you that's doing everything because she ought to, she has to, and you feel obligated to do all these things, what is it that you actually want? Do you actually want children? Do you actually want to run your own business? Do you actually just want to travel? Do you really want to buy a home? Do you really want to be married? Do like, there's so many questions that you can ask and establishing your values is one of the most important things. And I did it. I just did my retreat, actually the embodied soul retreat over the last weekend. And one thing that I did with the girls is we established their values. And so many of them were so surprised at like, Oh my God, these are my values. I thought that family should be higher. Or I thought that, um, you know, I run a business money should be higher. Why should it? And it's because we think we should do things because that's that hardwired conditioning, right? So living a life by design as opposed to a life by default is far more fulfilling. And the way that we do that is we establish what our values are. And if you don't know, you can reach out and give you a bit of information on how you can establish them. But 
We establish what our own personal values are. And once we establish what they are, we then get to go, okay, wow, looking at this, do I want to continue on prioritizing and valuing the exact same things? Yes, no, maybe. That's only for you to decide. Once you actually can acknowledge what your values are, you then can set goals in accordance with your values because setting goals that are not in accordance with your values, you're going to find it so hard to maintain motivation toward achieving that because it's not a, I'm not, you're not being drawn towards it. You're pushing to make it happen because you feel like you have to. And that's when we seek external motivation the caffeine, the pre-workout, the podcast, the YouTube video, like whatever it is, the seminar, the webinar, that's when you seek that external motivation to get up and do something. And I'm sure that you can think of a time where you have been like guns blazing, like I'm so like no one could even stop me. I love this. I like love preparing it, whether it's a wedding or a children's birthday party or a new job. You're like, I'm just so eager. I can't like, I just want to create this. I just want to stay here. I want to keep working towards this. I'm sure you can reflect on the time that that has happened. Or maybe it's a new relationship, you're prioritizing it so much. And that's because it was in direct alignment with your highest values. So you make time for it. You don't need motivation to go and spend that time and prioritize whatever that thing is because you just, like it's so aligned with you. And so why not have an entire life like that as opposed to snippets on the weekend? Why not create an entire life every single day where you don't need motivation to get up and like get your ass there? Why not create an entire life where you wake up, you feel fulfilled and you're doing what is like what you love? To me, that's just a no-brainer, right? And so what you do when you live in alignment with your highest values is when you set goals and then you're taking action to achieve them and you're saying, yes, I'm going to do this, yes, I'll do this, yes, I'll do this, guess what? You actually follow through with it because it's of priority to you. Maybe not to anyone else but to you. And so you actually follow through with it. What does that do when you follow through with it consistently? Well, that builds strength and trust within yourself. I am my word. I say something and I follow through with it. And if you're not your word, if you're not following through with commitments that you make and in, and your word means nothing, then what are you? Right? That's a big question, I know. But if you're not your word, then what are you? And, like, I'm so committed to being my word. And I've understood the importance of this, especially in business. If I make a commitment, I'm following through with it because I'm not someone that backs out or or quits when it's hard or wants to opt out and go for easy and go back to comfortable and is run by my ego. And it's because I live my life so aligned to the things that are priority to me. I don't really care what that looks like to somebody else because I know my life, if lived in direct alignment with my highest values, does not impose on anybody else's, does not hurt anybody else's. I honor myself. So what happens when you continually live like that is that you consistently show up. You consistently build that trust within yourself. And what happens when you begin to trust yourself is you begin to have more confidence in yourself because you go, you know what? I'm okay. Because I know that I can navigate anything that comes my way 
because I am my word, because I know how to show up, because I know how to handle things with grace. And then as you continually commit to yourself day in, day out, your intuition will grow also. And there's another key piece of this as well, giving yourself the time to listen to your intuition because you have to, it's, it's a quiet voice to begin with. It's absolutely a quiet voice to begin with. And you have to give yourself time to listen to it. You have to give yourself time to trust it. And often your intuition doesn't make sense. Maybe it's a time commitment. Maybe it's a money commitment. Maybe it's an investment. And often you're like, well, I don't have that money. Why would I feel the urge to sign up with that coach? I don't have the money. Why would I feel the urge to go get qualified in X, Y, Z? Happens all the time. And it's because there's a higher part of you that is trying to guide you to your highest truth and to your highest potential. But us in our logic mind goes, well, that doesn't make sense. Better not. And if you aren't your word, it has evidence of like, no, remember the last time you tried to follow your intuition? Yeah. You didn't follow with it. You didn't follow with the program. You didn't follow with the course. You didn't even show up. You wasted it. You wasted all that money. You wasted all that time. And now maybe even your partner's in on it being like, no way, not again. Not another thing you're going to commit to then not show up for. Mm. I'm sure some of you are sitting there going, wow, okay. (laughs) Possibly me. Hey, as well, I only know this because I've been through this. I've experienced this. This is why I'm sharing this. Anything on this podcast, I'm speaking from experience, right? So when we begin to show up for ourselves, when we begin to begin to be our word, we begin to gain confidence. Then we begin to trust our intuition. And trusting your intuition sounds sounds easy enough, but really trusting it, really having a deep knowing of like, whatever happens, if I trust this, I can't expect it to just be all, you know, beautiful rainbows and roses. Because if we are expecting it to come in a certain form that we're trying to just predict and control it all again. And part of the process of trusting your intuition is surrendering to the how, surrendering to how it will happen, how it will come about. I know for me, many times my future has looked like it's absolutely derailing. It looked like my business was going under at one point. It looked like, you know, the, the, oh God, I can give you so many examples. And all it was doing was teaching me lessons. The bigger the challenge, the bigger the lesson. Awesome. Come at me. Because you then build the resilience to go, whatever it is, I can trust that it's all for me and that I will always be taken care of. And I'm sure you can reflect on times in your life where you felt like everything was falling apart, only to reflect back and connect the dots and go, wow, it was all beautifully falling together. And that is the key piece. That is what I do every single day. A lot of what I commit to and, and, and do each day in my life doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to make that kind of investment, $50,000 on a coach. It doesn't make sense to pay X amount here. It doesn't make sense to invest that amount of time here when, you know, I've got to look after my child and all the rest of it. But I have to trust and I have to distinguish between intuition and fear because people commit to something and I've seen it time and time again. They commit to something. Yes, I'm all in. I'm so nervous, but I'm so excited. And then they swing back around and go, no, sorry, this is just out of alignment. I want to break every commitment that I've made and I'm going to retract back, go back to my comfort zone and see you later. 
I've seen it. I've tried to do it also. But here's the thing when you do that, you're giving your subconscious more evidence to be the person that you don't want to be. You're giving it evidence and showing it we don't follow through. We're not our word. You're not trustworthy. You can't handle hardship. And that's not true. That's your ego speaking. That's a part of you that wants predictability. That's a part of you that wants control. It's a part of you that wants to feel comfortable all the time. And you can live like that. There's nothing wrong with that. Each to their own. But a life I perceive to be fulfilling is filled with risk, filled with excitement, filled with so many proud moments of like, wow, I never thought I could do this, but look at, look at me go. I know that being a single mom three years ago at 22 with a three-week-old baby, I never ever in a million years thought that I could pay my rent, let alone run a business, let alone have impact in the world, let alone run retreats, business immersions, and group programs and elite programs for business owners. What? Right? So I'm no different to you. And I want you to use this story as your evidence. I want you to use this story that I'm sharing with you as your piece in your mind that you get to go, well, if she can do it, why can't I? What sets her apart? So I just want to leave that there. I felt inspired to come in and share that. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast today and I would love, of course, to hear your feedback. And if there's anything else that you really want me to talk about, I do have some cool ones coming up. I have a few solo ones in my pocket and the structure of this podcast over the coming weeks is going to change also. I'm not going to give anything away yet, but I just want to really amp it up. So thank you so much for listening. Amazing women. And I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you.